BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, the show where America is the star and the American people. And we love your stories. Send them to OurAmericanStories.com. They're some of our favorites. Our next story comes to us from a man who's simply known as the History Guy. His videos are watched by hundreds of thousands of people of all ages on YouTube. The History Guy is also a regular contributor for us here at Our American Stories. Today... The History Guy remembers the Birkenhead disaster and explains where the protocol Women and Children First was first used. Hopefully you've never been in a shipwreck before, but if you did, you know the first rule of loading the lifeboats, women and children first. But did you ever wonder where this protocol came from? Well, that's a great question for the history guy. And so today we're gonna talk about an extraordinary story of bravery in the face of horrible circumstances in the Birkenhead disaster of 1852. The Birkenhead was an iron-hulled, steam-driven, paddle-wheeled troop ship of the British Army. Launched in 1845, she was a modern vessel, 
larger, more comfortable, and faster than the typical wooden sail-powered troop ships of her time. She had a top speed of 10 knots, able to make the trip from Britain to the Cape in just 37 days. She was safe, too. Her iron hull included 12 airtight compartments separated by strong bulkheads. 210 feet long with a 37-foot beam, she had a crew complement of 125 and room for more than 500 passengers. In January of 1852, the Birkenhead left Portsmouth with troops from 10 different regiments on board. Headed for South Africa, where the troops were desperately needed as reinforcements in one of the many South Africa border wars. She had several women and children on board, families of the officers. On the trip, three babies were born. She sailed through a strong Atlantic winter storm, and yet her passage was the fastest of any troop ship to date, the urgency of getting reinforcements to the frontier. On February 23rd, she left Simonstown at about 6 p.m., headed for Algora Bay and Port Elizabeth around the Cape. She had some 643 men, women, and children on board. She was in a hurry, so she hugged the coast and steamed at full speed. In calm seas and clear skies, she was making eight and a half knots. Shortly before 2 a.m., the Birkenhead struck a submerged rock off aptly named Danger Point near Gansby, South Africa. Ironically, the barely submerged rock was easily visible in rough seas, but not readily apparent in calm conditions. Ensign G.A. Lucas of the 74th Foot, just 20 years old at the time, later wrote, I was awakened by three distinct shocks. I stood up. Immediately it struck me that we were stuck on a rock. There was a gash in the hole. Seawater rushed in. At least a hundred soldiers were immediately drowned, trapped sleeping in their bunks. Ship captain Robert Salmon rushed on deck, shouting orders in a clear and firm voice. He ordered the lifeboats on the quarterdeck lowered. The women and children were placed in the ship's cutter, a small boat. Distress rockets were fired, but there were no vessels nearby to see. Sixty men were detailed to go below and operate the chain pumps to pump water out of the hull, and sixty more were meant to man the tackle on the two large lifeboats, each able to carry 150 people. But when they pulled on the tackle to lift the lifeboats, the ropes broke. The equipment hadn't been maintained, the ropes were rotten, and the 150-person boats were so heavy they could not be lifted on their own. Because of the tilt, several other lifeboats couldn't be lowered, and the Birkenhead only had three operable lifeboats, the Cutter and two other small boats. Not nearly enough for everyone on board. The ranking officer on board, Lieutenant Colonel Seaton of the 74th Foot, arranged the remaining soldiers to stand in ranks on the poop deck, using their weight to lift the bow of the ship. In the pitch-black emergency, the men maintained their discipline. Captain Salmond ordered the engines in reverse, thinking he could pull off the rocks. It was a mistake. She struck again on the stern and tore another gash. It flooded the engine room and killed the boilers. The men sent below to man the pumps were instantly drowned. As the ship broke in half, Salmon ordered the horses thrown overboard in the hopes that they could swim for shore. Eight of the nine made it. Then Salmon gave a final order. All the men who could swim should jump off and swim for the lifeboats. But that's where the story takes its extraordinary turn. Colonel Seaton realized that all the men swimming were way too much for the small lifeboats at sea, and so he shouted to his men, The cutter with the women and children, it will be swamped. I implore you not to do this thing. I ask that you stand fast. And so they did. They stood bravely at attention as the ship broke up around them in what became known as the Birkenhead Drill. 
One of the few officers to survive the disaster, Captain Edward Wright of the 91st Regiment, wrote of that moment, Everyone did as was directed, and there was not a murmur or cry among them. All received their orders and carried them out as if they were embarking, instead of going to the bottom. Poet Rudyard Kipling immortalized the moment in his poem, Soldier and Sailor II. But to stand and hold still to the Birkenhead drill is a damned tough bullet to chew. But they did it, the jollies, Her Majesty's jollies, Soldier and Sailor too. The Birkenhead sunk within 25 minutes of striking the first rock. Many were sucked down with the ship and many more were horribly taken by the great white sharks, which are prolific off of Danger Point. The next day, the schooner Lioness discovered the cutter with the women and children and rescued everyone who had been in the lifeboats. They returned to the scene of the wreck and found 40 more survivors still clinging to the wreckage. About another hundred had managed to make it to shore. Out of 638 on the Birkinghead, 193 survived, including all of the women and children. The conduct of the soldiers aboard the Birkenhead became known as a model for discipline and self-sacrifice. It so impressed the Emperor of Prussia, Frederick William IV, that he had an account of the conduct aboard the Birkenhead read out to every regiment in his army. There are several monuments to the victims of the Birkenhead, both in England and in South Africa, and the people of Gonsby, South Africa still hold a memorial every year. A memorial to remember people who deserve to be remembered because of their sacrifice for others. And a terrific job, as always, by our own Greg Hengler on the production and editing. And a special thanks, as always, to the history guy, the story of where the protocol women and children first was first used here on Our American Stories. Here at Our American Stories, we bring you inspiring stories of history, sports, business, faith, and love. Stories from a great and beautiful country that need to be told. But we can't do it without you. Our stories are free to listen to, but they're not free to make. If you love our stories in America like we do, please go to OurAmericanStories.com and click the donate button. Give a little. Give a lot. Help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with five good things. 
a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. 